Greetings, this is Terry Whitfield for the Terry Whitfield Yasha Business Real Podcast Show. The show where we talk about things they don't want you to know and things that people do not like to talk about. And this one is a rough one. It's a rough one because (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. And that's what makes this show so real. I want to talk about the subject of rape, pedophilia, child molestation, okay? And I want not necessarily focus on rape as much as child molestation and pedophilia. Yes, it's one of those subjects that people don't want to talk about. And again, myself, I don't want to talk about it. But as a man, we in the African American community and abroad, when we have issues, We as humans, especially a man, need to stand face to face with his issues. We as African Americans, when we have issues, when we have problems, we have to stand face to face with our problems. And something that I have heard but never ever understood the severity of it is that the majority of our African American women, women, excuse me, Salika, the majority of our African American women in some shape, form, fashion or another, somebody has been messing with these children when they were young. You'd be surprised through my dating years, all of the women that I have met that when you get close to them, they tell you some of their inward, most deep, deepest secrets. And one common theme that I have heard echoed all throughout the ages is how young women have come to me and told me that as a child, they have been raped or molested. The word pedophile is, is, is a word that is used much more recently. For coming up in the 80s, being born in the 70s, com- coming up in the 80s, 
even the 2000s. Up, it's been as recently as 2017. In fact, and I'm just talking about a woman that I personally was dating. All the way from the 80s, all the way up until 2017, I have heard women tell me that they have been molested growing up. And sometimes it was by members of the family. And other times it was by people that hung around the family. Close friends of the family. Sometimes it is, and other times it is by the mother's boyfriend. Now, I don't hear a whole, whole lot of cases where young boys are raped and or molested, but I am sure that it happens. One place that is a common place for young men young boys to get molested is the church. The church is probably the most common place that I have heard where young boys have gotten toyed around with in their youth. Usually at an age where I would say that they're not mature enough to make a right decision. I have heard cases in which pastors have molested both male and females, some minister in the church. And somewhere, somebody over there in that music department is playing with those children. Maybe a choir director, a real good popular vocalist, and last but most definitely not the least, the organist or piano player. Usually somewhere in that circle, homosexuality exists and they pray upon young boys. Now back at the ranch with these young ladies, most of these young ladies, again, are molested by family members. That's the most common one. The second, the mother's boyfriend or the mother's husband. that is not the father to that child. So we have a family member, the mother's mating partner, whether it's a husband or boyfriend, and 
The last one I would say by someone that hangs around the family, a real close like a, a friend of the family. And I would include boyfriend in that category. The mom's boyfriend. Now, while the thing is going on with Polite, Michael Ali Nowak, hmm, while, while, while all of that is going on, I just recently happened to go over to a family member's house. And a discussion came up in the air where a father was talking to his son, both are grown, so now we're dealing with a grandparent and father situation, you know. And the son told his father that his daughter came to him and told him that her mother's boyfriend molested her. Now, this was years and years after the fact. And the mother never knew about it, okay? The daughter never said anything about it. I don't know the details, was she scared, did the, did the guy uh, threaten her, but if you'd ask me, these actions were done between 7 and maybe 10 years old, and if you ask me at that age, a young child is not at the age where they are able to make a decision of whether this is right or wrong, good or bad. At this age, at seven years old, children, most children are not thinking about sex. Okay? Their, their mind is not bombarded by sex. At seven years old, I don't know of children that walk around getting horny and turned on and stuff like that. At seven years old, I was scared of girls. I didn't even like girls at seven years old, okay? I surely didn't like boys. So what I'm speaking on is the age and the, and the level of maturity at a person that young. Now, this child is a grown woman today. I, every woman, I would almost say, almost every woman that I have known, almost, when I put this thing on the scale today in 2021 as a much, much older man, and if I would have to guess 
out of 100% of the women that I have known, to make it simple, 100% of the women that I've gotten close enough to have told me that they have been molested or raped as a child. Now, I can't say every woman that I know has been raped or molested because that would be a stretch. A lot of women that I know have never talked about it. And see, that is the issue. When all of the women that I know that have talked about it have told, and the numbers is high, and then there's a few that don't say nothing, I can't assess, is it because it never happened or are they one of those who just decided to get past it and not talk about it? The problem is, is that, and I ask these women, and I never get a clear, clear answer, why didn't you tell? Some women have said that they did tell and was not taken seriously. And other women just have not told. But what end up happening is that as this young child gets older, this young woman grows older. As she gets older, when this person resurfaces, then the person that has been molested, it is when they're older and when they grown that they confront the molester. Now, you looking at roughly somewhere this may have occurred usually under the age of 10, okay? And when this person is confronted again, it is usually when the child has gotten somewhere between 16, maybe 14, and 20. Usually when they're old enough to, that is when they're old enough to recognize that, hold up, this stuff is wrong here that was, that was being done. Okay? I'm saying that this stuff is serious. I don't want to talk about it. Because when I hear it and really realize how serious this problem is, that being that there are more women out here than it is men, that means that there's a lot of wicked, 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 wicked men out here who cannot control their sexual urges and or appetite which is a very, very bad and sad thing. That is what makes you a man, is, to, is the ability to think with your big head instead of your dick head. That is what separates the man from the boys, believe it or not. A strong man is not ruled and dominated by his phallus. Let me repeat that. A strong man is not dominated by his phallus. 
what I've learned in the red pill and the alpha male community that I've been in maybe for about the last 10 years. What I've learned is that you don't, a weak man just is not led by his penis. And that is a very, 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 very weak man that is led by his penis because this man does not understand that he is walking around in his feelings, looking for feelings and to feel good all the time. Like a woman. That's why she's emotional. She's always looking for things to make her feel good all of the time. This type of man don't understand that a woman wants and needs sex just as much as a man does. But if not more, but because that a man can operate in his physical form as a physical strong man, but in his mind, he's a mentally weak man, then women can dominate them. I'm going through that to show you how a man that is governed by his penis is a weak man, a very, very weak man, and one who cannot control his body I got to have it to where you have to do sexual deviancy to get it. You have to become a sexual deviant in order to have sex. Then that is a problem in the African-American community. This means that if there are more women here than men, and most of our men is locked up or dead or you know, that type of thing. Then you look at what we have left. And amongst what we have left is a bunch of goddamn rapists, child molesters, and pedophilia. I don't want to talk about this. This is one of those subjects that I swear (laughs) that people don't want to talk about. And somebody out there don't want you to know it. Whether it is the victim or the suspect. And probably both in some cases. It is a hurting subject. I've heard these type of stories from many, many women in my family from my mother, the women in my family like grandmothers, ancestors, yeah. I've heard it from my, uh, 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 I've heard it from just about every woman except for my own sister. And she's pretty much a quiet person. She keeps her business to herself. So she may not even been excluded. When I look at my own personal case, I have daughters. That's all I have is daughters. 
And it was this year that my daughter has told me that the people on her mother's side are freaky sexual deviants. <laughs> and I'm laughing to keep from crying. Okay? There's some sexual deviants. And when I look back over the history, her mother, I married her mother. And before I married her mother, and I was told while we were dating, I was told by the mother that, the, that she had been molested by one of her older cousins. This was before she moved to Detroit. She moved to Detroit maybe somewhere just right around 10-ish, I would, I would think. Maybe 11 or 12, I guess. I don't know. I think she, you know, so anyway, back at the ranch. Then I married the mother. You know what I'm saying? And me and the mother produces a family. Okay? Now, the mother has been a victim of rape. And as I was married, I can remember the auntie, which they were grown, and one of the cousins. Like first cousins in a full-fledged relationship. Now I'm like, wow, this, this is kind of crazy. This family here is crazy. This is okay, you tell me about your freaky cousin, then your auntie is in a full-fledged relationship with her first cousin. And this and the sad part about it is the first cousin look exactly like her damn brother. <laughs> the first cousin and the brother looked them like twins. That was crazy. Okay? Now one could say, Yasha, how did you as a father, you were the blame. You were responsible for your child and your children and to watch after them and to protect them. And I am especially when the family is solid, okay? What occurred in my case was, I am a, I have just simply, I was just a simply a victim of the curse of Deuteronomy 28.30. A man shall take a wife and another man shall lay with her. A man shall build a family a bait, and another man shall live in it. A man shall grow a vineyard, but he shall not be able to eat thereof. And in my case, there was another man that came into the picture. And when that man came into the picture, he laid with the first man's wife, which thrusted the first man out of the family, out of the home. Now there's another man 
What was that song R. Kelly made? Another man driving your car, another man wearing your shoes, and all this foolishness. It's a grim reality. And crazy that that song was sung by a man who had sexual issues. People who find it all right to break designer laws. People who don't find a problem with sleeping with other people's wives and other people's property, other people's children, other people's girlfriends. People who don't have a problem with men that don't have a problem with putting his phallus in places that they don't belong. Being that the woman that I was married to was caught up in uh, 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 infidelity, I was thrust up out of the home. Whether I wanted to be there or not, I had to go. Can't know any man who lives with a woman that would have, that would break the bonds of their relationship by being and entertaining another man, then you should leave. Because that woman has the least most respect for you. So therefore, I left. And as I left, I had a life of my own. And life was not easy for me at all because I got married at 18 years old. And the years that I was busy building a family. I should have been busy building myself as a man. I got married before I was even a full-fledged man. And as I moved on, it was when I was separated from the family, thrust out of the family, like the scripture said, that these things were taking place. And these things, by these things being close members of the family, somehow I believe that these people kept these things a secret. And even if they did tell, nothing was done about it because of the relationship of these people was so close to where the victim, no matter how hurt she was about it, did not want to go and take this to the authorities. My own child told me of stories of her own uncles messing with them. I had fell out with one of the cousins because I heard that he was messing around with these kids. Mind you that these were not kids at the time when I knew of him messing around with. I think he was messing around with my ex-wife's first daughter, one of her cousins, one of the wife's first cousins. and. The girl was my stepdaughter. She was grown at the time when I found out about it. 
And her boyfriend had known about it and didn't like the cousin. Always threatened to beat him up. You know, anytime he came around, there was always some drama. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't respect that man. And because the, the stepdaughter loved her cousin, she didn't want him to go to jail. And she would always still hang around him. Although, she claims that, I mean, they claim that, uh, uh, she didn't claim it. It just came out. I think it just came out. I think my own daughter told me. Being that they were grown at the time, you know, when I found out about it and everybody's grown, there was nothing for me to do but to counsel them and ask them, what do you want to do about it? Do you want, because you still can go back and, and press charges. I am telling you that my stepdaughter, own father, her own natural father, was molesting her. All of this was well after I had broke up with them. This is why I say that when women break up with a man that she has children with, she leaves her children unprotected. Now, I'm just going to be straight up with you. If I would have known about any of this stuff way back then, then I'd probably be in the penitentiary today. Because I would have probably killed that man. All right? Those men, I probably would have let it be known that there was a real issue. Okay? I don't think that I would have taken it to the police station because of my street background and street history. I think I took it to that man. Mind you that most of this information is information that I am finding out, that I found out this year. The year 2021 is the year that I have realized that I was born into a race of sexually deviant individuals. The last two girlfriends that I have had, concubines, have told me, one told me that her mother died, and as her mother died, she lived with, both of them parents had died. And they were living with uncles and aunties. And one case, the uncle and the auntie was molesting the girl. And in another case, the uncle was just molesting the girl. And in both cases, these were Christian church-going people. Pentecostals, the strictest holy rollers, okay, molesting 
the children. This is a real, 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 real serious issue that I have come to learn and to understand in 2021. You mean to tell me it took me almost 50 years to realize that I am amongst a race of sexually deviant men and women, but mostly these men, because I'm hearing the stories mostly of this stuff taking place amongst our African-American daughters, the women and sisters and mothers and aunts and cousins. To any of my sisters, daughters, aunts, cousins, and however you're related to me as an African-American, and I'm just talking about specifically what's going on in my race, amongst my ethnic group, and if any other can benefit and have shared these same experiences outside of my race, then let these words bless you too. But to any woman that is being played with or that have been played with, never hesitate to tell. If you are within the sound of my voice, and you are not grown, then you tell. If you have to go to the police yourself, go and tell. You do have a power. Don't you ever worry about this man telling you that he's gonna kill your mother or kill your father or he's what he's gonna do. There's some men that are slick real slick, and they don't go with the threatening role. They go with the buying the kid stuff. Buying, why they with the mother, the mother think this man is a good provider, and that she got a good man. The man is taking care of mama, and he going by the daughter all kinds of nice clothes and things like that, and, 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 and you know. And then, this is not this man's child, so his sick man wants this child to pay up. There's all kind of sick ways that this stuff is done. This is the reason and for the very reason why I say mothers who have had the nerve to break up relationships with their children's father. I think that a woman should uh, 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 do everything she can to keep a strong connection and relationship with her children's father. Stay with him. You hurt the child when you break up relationships. All of these cases 
that I've heard of when this molestation has taken place the vast majority of them have occurred in single parent households households where the father is not in the home where the protector is not in the home. All you Christians out here, have not y'all heard the words of Jesus Christ that in order to take over a house, you must first bind the strong man? You don't understand the power that a man brings to a home, even if he don't have a job, even if he is broke. Because that's what the majority of people base the man on. How much money he got and how much he can provide. But the level of protection that a man, a masculine man, I don't care how big, how small. The level of protection that a man brings to the family cannot be matched. Women don't bring men to your home. Don't bring men that are not your children's father in that home. Quit trying to replace the man you lost with a new man. It doesn't matter. If you go and have a child by this man, that is no excuse to have this man siren over people that is not his child. There's a problem there. There's a problem there. Because that child is not his. And if a man don't have the love, the power, the knowledge, the zeal, the understanding of the Lord. If this man doesn't value the law, statutes, and commandments of the Lord, this man can't be around your child. And I'm going to go as far as saying there are Hebrew Israelites who claim to follow the law to the letter and still have been charged and or accused with sexual deviance, molestation and pedophilia. So the religion that you in doesn't make you exempt. If you were a real Israelite and you understood the law, the scriptures, the Deuteronomy, Zana laws, the Levitical Zana laws, and the blessings and curses of Deuteronomy 28, if you understood that carefully and analytically, there is no reason for a man to move in the home of a woman that has children that are not his. If you're not married, woman decide to date and she just have to get her screw on then what she needs to do 
is to date outside her home. Go meet that man out in the street somewhere. Do not bring these men to your home, ladies. Quit trying to find somebody to replace the man who you were so quick to throw out. Because you're inviting him into a home that's not his. It's not his house. It's not his children. The only thing in here that belongs to him is you. And he don't feel that you belong to him. This is the reason why he's touching your kids. If we can just start respecting God and start respecting the law, statutes, and commandments of God, these things could not take place. And for all of those in the, in the unconscious black community that's out here talking about the God of the Bible promotes rape, support rape, have lost their minds. Because if you understood the law, statutes, and commandments of Yahweh, there is no way rape could exist in the land without it causing a problem throughout the whole goddamn community. The scripture says, sweep this evil from amongst you, Israel. Sweep this evil from amongst you, Israel. Sweep this evil from amongst you, Israel. Because if you don't, it's going to infect the whole goddamn community. The Zana laws, like I've told y'all before, go back and check episodes one and two of the Hebrew Zana laws. I've told y'all that the most important part of the Zana laws is the sealing and the maintaining of our connection with God and the building up of strong individuals, families, communities, cities, and nations. It is the violation of the sexual Zana laws that most of the wickedness throughout the whole damn land exists. A man married to his wife and the wife cheat on him and, and he goes out and he, he goes crazy and he comes back and kills a man and uh, kill her and now he's in the penitentiary or uh, he do like I did, get a divorce and go through a five, ten year fucking mental nervous breakdown. You know, I couldn't do nothing. I, I was destroyed for ten years. I, I, I couldn't keep a damn job. I started drinking. I started smoking. A lot of people got turned out on drugs just to mask the pain. A lot of men have. You don't understand the destruction, African-American female, that you bring to the world when you make the family dysfunctional by tossing the man out of the family. He is the head of the family and should be respected as the head of the family. And if you can't submit and respect him as the head of the family, then you should not have never opened up your legs to him. The man protects the family. 
and he can't protect the house outside the goddamn house. Living in another house, living in another community, living in another city, living in another state. Because when most men break up with their wives, they move on. God forbid if you're Israelites, some Israelites I know have left the whole goddamn country. <laughs> all in Africa, all in Israel, they move on. The man trusts that you know what you was doing when you threw him out of the goddamn house. When you disconnected him from his family. Don't no real, real man take that lightly. The best thing for him to do is to leave. As, as the head of the household and you can't, and you don't have the authority over the house, then it's time to go. So in my case with the stepchild, I asked, I, 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 there was really nothing for me to do in that case because the girl was grown. She kept seeing her dad after that, you know. Uh, I think there was a problem that fell out, but by her being, that being her dad, she loved her dad. I don't know in which way, but obviously she loved him. Uh, the mother had passed away, so she, she didn't have no real protection out here. Uh, and the father ended up dying of heroin overdose. Okay. Justice has prevailed. In the cases with my own child, we had a discussion and I told her, since you're grown now, okay, you are in control of your life. As if I would have known this in your minor age, then I would have taken this situation straight to the police and your uncles would be in the prison today. Being that you're grown, my daughter's 30 years, 30 years old. <laughs> we talk about how much time didn't pass, okay? I told her that you can, even at 30 years old, you can go back. This is the significance of the Bill Cosby case. You can go back 10, 20, 30 years, and if somebody had molested or raped you, you can bring up that charge. So either you're, as a grown woman, you're going to either continue to live your life as you do or you can go to the authorities and still bring that charge up now one thing that you need to know that United States have a history a bad history in rape cases and for a long time rape cases was hard to, to be uh, 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 for the government to prosecute. Both murder and rape were very hard cases 
for the government to prosecute. But today we're living in the Me Too era and a lot of the hardships that were, uh, you know, the, the courts used to would interrogate a woman. The, the attorneys, you know, and, and make it as if though that the woman seduced the man. And a lot of times that would result in the rapist running free. That was the history of America. I am here to tell you that today in the Me Too era, a lot of that, uh, a lot of that, those old issues don't exist anymore because Me Too, uh, man, they have, they have come a long, long, long way and they are behind the R. Kelly and the uh, your Harvey Weinstein's and your, uh, your, uh, Bill Cosby, a whole fleece of men in corporate America was taken down by the Me Too era and the Me Too movement, excuse me, this is the Me Too era, but the Me Too movement have taken a lot of rapists, pedophiles, and sexual deviants, uh, off, uh, off the streets. And we as a community, we're going to have to stop giving passes to these pedophiles just because they're your brother, they're your father, they're your uncles and cousins. I'm just going to tell you, I don't care how, how close you is to me. If I find out anything like that, me and you ain't got no dealings, okay? Me and you have no dealings. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to talk to you. You know, you get no conversation from me. If we ever are in the same place together, you are invisible to me. And that's the best that I can do because if I was a lot younger, I've actually, I actually would have took it to you. And we'll still take it to you, okay? The difference is that I'm much older and much wiser and you're not worth my freedom. Young man, I didn't give a shit. I'd have spent five or ten years in the box. Okay? I'm not willing to spend no, no time in the box. So, anybody that's out there dealing with that, I don't want anything to do with you. And if I find out about it, I'm letting everybody know around me why I'm not fucking with you. Alright? That being it, this is Terry Whitfield fixing to end this episode. This is Terry Whitfield for the Terry Whitfield Yasha Business Real Podcast Show. The place where we glance through the small, just the plants through the fall. And that's for real. We here talk about things that people don't want you to know. Those old nasty family members and mama's boyfriends. Yeah, we talk about the things that they don't want you to know. And the things that people don't want to talk about. The victim. We got to talk about this stuff, America. Yasha Ben Israel, signing out.